Good evening and welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, so happy to be here tonight. Uh, I'm here with my partners in crime, the Goon. How are you, Goon? I am awesome, and we, we have a special occasion this week. Do we not, Crutch? Do indeed, indeed we do. Chief, a very, very happy day before your birthday, sir. Why, thank you. Indeed. And we... we... Go ahead. Go ahead, Goon. We had a special outing in honor of that. Yes, it's interesting. Uh, the outing originally started as um, the, the, the Goon and I uh, said, well, you know, the Chief's birthday is Saturday. Hey, let's take him out to dinner. <clears throat> and then we thought to ourselves, well, you know, Friday is when we do our recordings. So we had this idea, this grand scheme, we're going to take him out to a buffet because, as you know, the Chief likes him some food. <laughs> yes. Yes. And and then we were going to do the recording at the... Um, the uh, the domicile of the chief, but then uh, all three of us kind of worked really really hard weeks this week, and realized we only had a few hours to work today, because we only can work forty and then they throw our butts out the door. So we said, hey, let's have not, an earlier. Not as call. not as easy a task as you might think. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, some of us, you know, gravity is our friend. Just saying. But uh, we all finished around midday and thought, well, you know, we'll do the midday meal and then just you know do the show from our various domiciles. And then suddenly the idea came about that, you know, there's this wonderful movie that opened today, today being July 20th, 2018. So we did a movie, guys. It was a guy's thing. We went out and did a movie. We went and saw Equalizer 2 with Denzel. So did you enjoy the movie, Chief? I did. Was it everything you hoped it would be? Uh, well, I wasn't hoping for much, so yeah. Well, you saw the original. Uh, when you say original, I'm saying I, the previous one. I did see the previous one multiple I mean, times. There's, there's, there's an original TV series that had this this pasty white English dude, which Denzel, as good an actor as he is, I don't think he could play pasty white English dude. I thought he did the part pretty well though, and pretty, pretty, um, pretty faithful to the original characterization. Yes, so, I think actually he's scarier. Because I oh oh he is scary. He's got that dead eye down. Yeah, there's there's no oh. comparison on that. And because my my father forced me to watch the original series, uh, that person made a lot of mistakes. Uh, oh really? Yes. Uh, he, there were multiple women who were getting attacked, and he would try to scare the person instead of take care of the problem. As well, we see, it's a different time. Denzel yeah, takes care of the problem. Like, every time, no one is left with any doubt of what they're supposed to do. Yes. Uh, spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people die in this movie. Just going to say that right up front. You know that one guy who I was calling Duck Dynasty? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, gosh. he's he's got a little bit of an eye problem now, doesn't he? <laughs> That's true. Call me Ishmael. Yeah. Um, they're not going to be calling him into work, okay? He won't be showing up. He's he's kind of you know. He's shark bait now. Yeah, he's got an issue. So um, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, take it from uh, us rank amateur movie reviewers. Um, if you enjoy uh, righteous retribution, then you will enjoy this movie. This is the movie for you. Absolutely, positively. Is the so, is the first one even better, Chief? 
the the first movie. Yeah, see, and, the and, first and, movie was definitely a little more. Um, you don't know nearly that much about uh, Robert McCall. McCall, right? You, um, he's uh, he's basically working at the equivalent of like a Home Depot, and uh, he has to deal with some bad guys by um, improvising weapons with what you might find at a Home Depot. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> what this man can do, and what this man does to a, to a you know a quite a big. I mean, it's a, probably like a half a dozen to a dozen guys he takes out throughout that movie, and a good chunk of them are at the at the Home Depot. So, well, no, wait, that's not true. It's at the very end he takes out a whole bunch that we don't get to see. I, get I, to see I, I believe aftermath. he took. I believe he took out eight in this movie. In this movie, we just yeah. saw. You yeah. were keeping count. Yeah, where are you now? Yeah, because I don't think the. Uh, the when you say the, take out. You're talking eight dead people. Yeah, because I don't think any of the students ended up dead. The well, guys I, have, the ones having the poker game, you mean? Yeah, we really ruined this movie for a lot of people. Did 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 any of them end up dead? So uh, one one guy's neck did go the wrong direction. Yeah, but I, he was grabbing it at the end. Yeah, so but that could be that could be the nervousness. But mm-hmm. it, here's here's one thing that uh, MMA fans will recognize. Oh. Uh, well, number one, there's uh, Cowboy Cerrone in it, uh, which you you have to look hard for him because he uh, he does he he usually only has uh, one tat on his back, but he had a whole bunch of tats. Uh, you, every, you will immediately notice Andre Arlovsky. Because whether it be Turks or Russians, that, that's your guy, even though he's a Belarusian. And yeah. then... And, and he isn't around too long, though. Is that like a ballerina? <laughs> no, not okay. in the slightest. Did okay. you see him doing any pirouetting? <laughs> yes, actually. I, I, saw, I saw a lot of people flipping around, so maybe, yeah. <laughs> I would exactly call that a pirouette. I would have called that, you know, an uncontrolled spin. <laughs> and then oh. one thing that... uh is amazing is uh jay heron who was was a fighter for quite a while now now all of a sudden he's doing uh he's doing stunts oh which one was he uh he he was the guy in the back of the car who didn't say anything (laughs) When the, when they weren't heading to the airport, <laughs> yeah. Oh, him. Because okay. I, I was I was staring at him and I was going like, huh? Why why do you <laughs> I look know him from somewhere? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we uh we, we we have a whole bunch of people who you know um we're going to talk about tonight. So like this is a good way to start. Oh uh, yes, this yes is, this, we do. This is what I I I quaintly refer to as our special people episode. And I am starting it off with, with the specialist of them all, and that would be the chief. Um, he is. Uh, this is a big birthday for him, and uh, I'm not going to give out any ages, you know, because that's rude. You know, not everybody turns 21, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Anyway, you know, which is really weird because he's got, you know, 14-year-old kids, so that would be weird. That would really be weird, wouldn't it? That's disgusting. If you're only 21? Uh... Yeah, uh, there's yeah. no way that would happen. So, everyone. That would, yeah, that would be like you know. That's even even the people in West Virginia would go. No, that's wrong. 
<laughs> I well, I don't know about that, but he's still he's still fit, fit, what, sixteen years younger than me, so it doesn't matter. This is true. He's still the baby of the bunch, <laughs> but um, we do we wish you the most <laughs> happiest of birthdays tomorrow. You should enjoy the day. I'm sure your wife will cut down the number of tasks you have to do to maybe. 80, 85% of what's normal, so that's good, you know. Not <laughs> you'll, you'll get nothing. You'll get nothing. Well, that's, I, I hear I'm going to get cheesecake, so I'm happy about that. Excellent. A whole one? There will be cake. A whole one? Uh, I, I don't know. My son was not clear. Can I have some if I get your uh, filters this, over to your this, house? This, of course, is the son who made those wonderful biscotti, isn't he? This is correct. This you is got the younger biscuit. of the I did the younger of the Ogren uh, pr- pr- provided his uh, his loving father with biscotti, who uh, who shared them with me, and I had the one with my coffee. And as I relayed to the young Ogren, um, uh, it brought back memories from like forty five years ago when my grandmother would make biscotti. That's okay. At which cause... point, the young Ogren turned to his father and said, "Crutch is Italian." <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, you've heard my last name, I'm sure, but, you know. Now, since I, I got... You're either Italian or Japanese. I got no biscotti, so right now I'm standing in my canoe with a paddle, single tear, running down <laughs> the cheek. <laughs> uh, sir, I had one for you, okay? You were just not there. Hey, you know what? When the Much, oak, yeah, much when, like when, the chicken I brought in for you, and you... you, uh, you yeah. When, you when the young ogre makes pierogies... And I don't get any. I won't be biatching like that. Actually, done. you know what? Can you uh, make pierogies? He, oh. he is going to attempt shrimp and grits at special request by somebody. Oh. Oh, great. Yeah, so, okay, fine. I'll take the biscotti. I'm, I'm, happy. Now, now you're I'm in not going to be greedy. Now you're, in, greedy. now you're in the canoe. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I was in a canoe, the canoe would be at the bottom of the lake because me and canoes don't work. I'm thinking of you and I standing in the same canoe and the canoe just being filled with water at the bottom of the river. Oh, nice. Water water running around. We're looking around like, yeah, well, that didn't work. <laughs> and speaking of things that don't work, are we like going to talk are we going to talk about my favorite new political dope? Oh, yeah, I think we should do that. I think we should do that. What's okay. a dope? What's a like a dopey person? <laughs> a dopey person, a dummy. An imbecile, a moron. What a maroon! And who would that be? Uh, that would be Alexandria Ocasio Cortez de Castro, Alinsky, Lenin, Pol Pot, Pol. Uh, thank you, Pol Pot, Castro. Well, I got Castro. Castro uh, oh, 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 Noriega. Oh, good, good one, Nori de Noriega. De Noriega. <laughs> that, be a, because the more this person opens her mouth I, I think I drop her IQ a point or two every time I hear a quote from her well, I have there never is an old in my saying. life there is an old saying you know um, to keep one's mouth shut and, and be thought a fool or to open it and remove all doubt I believe we, we went over that <laughs> last week did we not I, yeah <laughs> it's good it works again but yeah I'm sorry you were saying yeah she's um, she's that bright light in the uh, DNC who's turned out to be a dim bulb uh yeah, so may may I may I give you a quote for the two of you to chew on? <laughs> chew on the I don't I don't know. I had I had so much to eat at the movie theater. Oh, this would be tasty. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, unemployment is low. We Because we look at figures and say, oh, unemployment is low. Everything is fine, right? Mm-hmm. Well, unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Really? Right. What happened if their name is Steve and they are Steve Jobs? Right. Then he has all the jobs because they're all his. Yes. You know, jobs. And did you know that Mr. Jobs had a daughter? What was her name? Unemployed? No. Uh, Looking for See, you know why you never hear about it? Because he, Lisa. He didn't claim her oh, and would right. not support her. That's right. But when he died, she was sure to get some of that money. Did she? Well, she did because he left it to uh, her mom. And her mom uh-huh. made sure that uh, she was taken care of, which should have happened originally, but, of course, Jobs was a jerk of a person. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, you know, I'm 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 not done with I'm not done with this uh, genius snowflake. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's got some other wonderful quotes. When uh, this country started, we were not capitalist. We did not operate on a capitalist economy. She's absolutely I, right. She is absolutely right. But what we had failed so miserably that they forced a capitalist <laughs> environment what, on what us think, and it worked. What do you think we had? Oh, we do. Oh, no, 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 no. She's absolutely right because uh, I'll, give you, I'll tell you exactly how I know this. Every Thanksgiving, Rush Limbaugh does the actual history of the first settlers from you know, in the New World. I know it's you guys, you know, the people were here 10,000 years. Stay with me, Chief. I'm just trying. I, you know, when I say New World, I mean for the pasty white Europeans, okay? And when they first got here, it was basically, oh, you know, Everybody do what you can, and we'll just divvy it up all even. And then what they found is about half the people were sitting on their butt going, I don't have to do anything because I'm going to get my fair share. And they nearly starved. And and hmm. literally That's in his... just how, just how it works every time socialism and communism has been tried. Egg frickin' exactly. So, yes, she's absolutely right. But, of course, like most socialists, she gives you the half-truth. And the half-truth was it failed so miserably that they basically said, okay, you get this plot of land grow something on it, trade it with your neighbors for stuff you want, or you can starve. And all of a sudden, they had an abundance. And thus capitalism was born. At least in the New World, pardon the, pardon the <laughs> offensive phrase. Yeah, there's, there's nothing... You should say the newly uh, inhabited yes, by, the, the, <laughs> by the pasty <laughs> folks. The pasty folks, that's right. It's a new designation. That's right. Term of so, endearment. Yeah, so, so she's um, it's funny. People were coming up with new nicknames for her. Um, I like some of them. She Guevara. That was <laughs> that was kind of good. Uh, Lipstick Lenin. Bolshevik Barbie. Um, although you really have to understand, you know, she she at one point was claiming that um, where was she from? She was from the Bronx, right? Yeah. So she was calling herself like you know Alex from the Bronx, like Jenny from the Bronx. Okay. She's from say Westchester what, County. Yes, yeah, say what you will about Jennifer Lopez. She's from the Bronx. She is Jenny from the Bronx. Okay? So somebody came up with this one and said, yeah, Alex from the Eastern Block. <laughs> Whoa. I like that I have a I have a nickname for her, too. Huh? How about stupid? Hey, oh. Is that necessary? Yes. Yes. Yes, what? it was, because I haven't pushed the little red button on my Showstopper app It, 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 it was necessary for two reasons. Mm-hmm. We need we need to expose this this woman for what she is. 
Although I think she's doing a pretty good job on her own. She probably doesn't need our help because Hey, hey guys, I'm going to tell you right now, you better check it out. There was uh there was a rather big crowd in Kansas to see her and the Burnster. Bernie, you know, the the uh I don't know, what is he 110, 111 now? Hey. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Comrade Sanders, okay. And I'm telling you, the two of them oh, oh, wait, standing, the two of them put together up. looked like an awkward, you know, situation, you know. <laughs> There's Bernie and his granddaughter. Um <laughs> it fits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm, you know. I, I was listening. You know. You know. That would be a good. They should run them. They, they well, should run this pair for president. Oh my God! She run her as the vice president. Yeah. Yeah. Candidate? Oh, absolutely. Is she? Yeah. Uh, I don't know I if mean, she's I old can, enough I to can, be. Oh, that's right. She's not old enough. I can, and I believe she's not naturalized. What are no, you no, talking she's, about? She's born here. What she's, she's born, she's never born here. She's just a kid. And could we? She's, uh, she's actually younger than the chief. I could. This uh, is true. I could think of a better, uh, a better uh, uh, pair to, for the Dems to run. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking uh, uh, they could run Crazy Uncle Joe and Liawatha. <laughs> I don't think they would run with each other. That's like a hundred and fifty years of experience there. <laughs> it is. It is. And, I know. And <laughs> that's not a. That's not an exaggeration, folks. <laughs> we would have. We would have material. Forever. Forever. I'm Just, pretty. I'm pretty sure the current POTUS is going to give us material forever. The 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 amount of stuff that goes against him, the amount of stuff that goes for him. There's, oh my gosh! <laughs> yes. There will be okay, no so, end. So, so I'm trying not to put a you know a really pretty picture on this, but okay, as we all know, Trump and Putin met this past week, and apparently the entire world has lost their shorts on it. Um. I just, I I find it amazing, you know, we're always told, you know, that we're supposed to, you know, that we're supposed to, you know, work with the diplomats and be, you know, uh, negotiating and this and that and the other thing. So finally we have a president who actually understands the art of the deal, right? And you may not like his negotiating style, but by gosh, he seems to be quite good at it, right? So he goes into this thing, right? And he's standing up there with Putin. And the press are like, you know, why aren't you, like, punching him in the nuts? And I'm like, because you don't do that in a negotiation um, ever. But, you know, Obama can lean over to Medvedev, or whatever the heck his name was. I can never pronounce that guy's name, right? And say, you know, let me get through my my next election, then I'll have a little more flexibility. I'm not sure what he needed to be flexible over. I can only assume it had something to do with, you know, grabbing your ankles. Certain surrendering, um, you know, it, it's, right. it's a lot of work. And everybody thought, oh, that's no big deal. You know, I'm like. It was but, a yoga pose, okay? He was, they were. That's go- right. He, he was showing him yoga. That's what it was. They were going. That's called what? The sheep pose? Something like that? <laughs> it's the downward dog, okay? <laughs> oh. Oh. And so true. But, um, so I don't know what was gained out of the negotiations we'll have to see going down the line everybody knows that they are our adversary you try to find ways to work together and people are like oh well we can't work together at all with the russians i'm like do you guys know how our astronauts get to the international space station you should they say get in a plane well, I, well they, I, they, I, they, they, they can't they can't use our stuff because <laughs> obama killed it all 
Right. Yes. If we don't have a space program anymore, we have to hitch a frickin' ride over in Kazakhstan. So we fly a plane to Kazakhstan, and we go to the... the Baikonur uh, Cosmodrome. Thank you. That would be the name. I was trying to remember it. I knew it was a Cosmodrome. I couldn't remember the Baikonur part. And and they launch from inside Madarasha. So, you know, yes, we can cooperate with the Russians. Let's all thank President Obama, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you, President, you, President Obama. Obama. But let's be fair. About what? It, you know, Obama didn't... He just continued the the previous administration's stance on it. It's not like he put... He, he he didn't start it. He didn't start the downward spiral of the of NASA. Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. Fair. Shall we thank President Bush as well? <laughs> thanks, President Bush. Thanks, yeah, President thank, Bush. Thanks, thanks a lot, W. I mean, I'll say one thing. You know, I've always felt that you know NASA was was better as a scientific research than doing the big projects because big projects need lots of money, and that's lots of money we don't have. But now we've got privatization of space, and we've got companies out there that seem to be able to. I mean, come on, folks. When was the last time you know, NASA would never have even considered designing a rocket where the booster rockets flew back to Earth and landed on frickin' matching pads? You've seen the you've seen the video, right? Yeah, it works yeah. great, doesn't it? Two things. I mean, it's like watching synchronized swimming. You know, they just, they come down together, they land right on their little spots, and it's like, yay! And those things are ready to use again in like a couple of weeks. And I'm like, dang! You know? And that was all private design and privately funded, and they're putting payloads up there now, and now they've got a spacecraft that's, in theory, been cleared by NASA or been classified something. I don't know. Basically, I, it could take people up now. I worked for NASA uh, uh, on NASA programs for about five, six years. And during that time, I can't remember the guy's name, but the NASA administrator was known for um, finding really, really inexpensive, you know, in terms of NASA projects, mm -hmm. research missions to, uh, to use, like, kind of like the rover. The rovers were, were pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. You know, you'd spend fifty, a hundred, a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and you'd have a science package ready to go to go do solar research or research on the moon or whatever. And um, he got crucified. And and you know, the people that I met at NASA were fine folks, and um, I would say the ones who were contributing most were just as Crutch says it was the research scientists. Yep. So okay, they were a little bit unusual people to hang out with, but. I mean, they loved their work, they were doing good work, and they were finding ways to do it cheaply with your tax dollars. I don't see what was wrong with that. And so, you know, a couple of them got blown up. You might recall a time when we had a whole bunch of rockets blowing up. Mm -hmm. All different kinds of our um, of our rockets were just exploding. And, uh, um, and he kind of got crucified during that time and went away. That's a shame. And I never understood that. Usually, when people die, they frown upon that. Right. Just, just saying. This well, was this wasn't. I'm not saying it's his fault. No, no, it wasn't Challenger or Columbia. Even that was actually later on. It was prior to that. It well, was th it was things like the Air Force Titans blowing up, and then the the Delta, the most reliable rocket we've ever uh, flown. Well, I'll give you a little inside baseball. Um, my my father used to run the um, 
who used to be head of security for uh, one of the uh, big facilities uh, for General Electric Space Division. And uh, who was it? I forget who it was. McDonnell Douglas at the time had the big NASA contract for Apollo 1. And then, of course, you all know what happened in Apollo 1. Apollo Boom. 1 had the, the big fire and we lost three astronauts. Right. And um, Anybody know their names? Anybody? Anybody? Yes, I do. You didn't look it up, did you? No, I Grissom, White, and Chaffee. Very good. Gus Grissom. I can't remember the two other guys. Gus Grissom only because he did things before Ooh. Apollo. I think it was um, Ro- Roger Chaffee. I think. But um, my dad was, was at work when that happened. And um, within days, the government was coming to General Electric and saying, we're going to pull the contract from McDonnell Douglas and we're going to give it to you and you're going to run with it. And General Electric said, no, you're not going to do that. Because if you do it to them, then when we screw up, you'll do it to us. And that's not a good business practice. It's not a good business practice to, you know, vulture on somebody else's contract. But, you know, that's the problem with, with government is, you know, they're, they're quick to blame instead of, you know, let's fix the problem and, and move forward. Right, and that turned out to be a number of design flaws. Oh, yes. yes. Luckily, they got them all figured out, so yay. But, yep. um, you well, sure about digress. all? You sure? Well, I mean, yeah, Apollo, uh, didn't ha- Apollo didn't have any problems till 13, yeah, yeah you know. Yes. And, and they got all those guys back. There, there is that, you know. Kind of the equivalent of having a really bad flat tire. <laughs> Sorry. That would be really bad. Really, really bad. Really, really bad. So, so we've, uh, we've kind of we've strayed from our, our, our topics. But good like, stuff. Like that never happened. <laughs> yes. So, so while we're talking about space cadets, I think, I think Chief, you really have to intro this one. Oh, my God. I think you made my you, day you, today, you Chief. You literally wasted an entire half hour of my work day because I just had to keep watching it over and over and over again. I as, felt sad as, for the person. As have I. Uh, okay. Did you? Really? Yes. Because okay. you get... Okay, so uh, I, was, I was reading uh, previous comments. There's this, this is, of course, about there's a woman in Florida who walks inside a Taco Bell and requests French fries. Now... Uh, for those of you who have never been in a Taco Bell... There are no French fries. I was I was uh, trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, seeing if uh, she meant nacho fries, but uh, I, I lost that uh, that train of thought when she said, "I've never been to a Burger King that didn't have fries." To which everyone had to point out that it wasn't Burger King. And you I know, do like the lady behind the counter, where English um, is probably not her first language. I think she might have been from. Uh, maybe West Africa from the accent welcome to Taco Bell <laughs> but she one she tried hard and That's she was right. and she was not she being pointing, she, pointing she tried, to the she, sign she tried hard to be courteous yes, yes. there was no and this would, woman was I having none of it I want french fries so you must have them right it, and and it, it was sad because they did try to they tried to appease her and it wasn't the fact that she didn't. Uh, she didn't get that there were no fries. It was the fact that she asked from after they clearly stated there are no fries, 
And then she mentioned Burger King again when they clearly stated you are not at Burger King. So at this point, other members of the of the uh, of the the the, the, the human race, start, the, right? Yeah. The, the other guests started chiming in on you know what the heck is wrong with you, lady? Yeah, well, I thought one one guest. I won't repeat it here because I've already gotten one bleep tonight. <laughs> I've got my finger on the button. Go for it. Uh, I I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> um, you know what they should have done, right? Mm. Should have used the goon approach to handling her, saying, all, all right, lady, look. Who put the straw in strawberry? Nature did. Good, good. Who put the blue in blueberry? Nature did. Right, right. Uh, who put the freak in French fries? There is no freak in French fries. That's what I've been trying to tell you, ma'am. Thank you very much. Have a good day. <laughs> well, thank you. No thank you for French fries. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for choosing Taco Bell. The right. the thing was, she pointed to the menu and said, "Please select something from the menu." And she looked up, and then she looked right back at the person and said, "I won't." I, I mean, it it you know when logic hits you, and you're just like, "Please think this through." Look <laughs> on the right. menu. You don't see fries. Why are you asking for it? Because and, Burger King sells fries. <laughs> exactly. What's wrong with you, Chief? And then she said it was racist. Uh, I yes, love that. That, that. that was my favorite part of the whole thing. Well, that was the first, act, first thing that came Considering she's melanin challenged. Yeah, well, I don't, well that, that could have been the race that she was saying that was being discriminated against at the time. Oh, they were picking on her because she was white. Right, but see, and you're just you're, you're just not selling me French fries because I'm white. <laughs> well, I I don't wait they, wait wait. I have to think about this a little bit. My if head's look, about to explode. Yeah, I got to go get some duct tape so I can at least keep the pieces of my head. May, <laughs> maybe it was because uh, they were in America, uh, Florida to be exact, America, and she was asking for French fries. Oh, so it was actually a, a, a slight on the French. I'm not sure. I the, you know, the French have nothing to do with French fries. Uh, look, I'm reaching here because the person was. Look, they <laughs> destroyed their own country after winning the World Cup. They, they they're not worried about the potatoes. Yeah. I, again, French fries don't come from France. It's true. It's no, no one is no one is saying they, that. They come from Belgium. So. Once again, if the if the person was also just not not listen, not only were they not listening to anything, when other people chimed in, and it it seemed like they had just been dumped, and they wanted comfort food, and there was no food to be had, and it was just <laughs> no making comfort for you, and it was just making it worse because this poor person had obviously been through some traumatic experience. That they didn't know where they were, or, or what they were ordering, or where they could order that thing from. So, 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 a be- just pointed her to the nearest Burger King. So, a better choice would have been what? If she's not picking off the menu, are you supposed to help her as a fast food clerk? She well, she said. I mean, I guess I guess you could do that. You could go look, ma'am. We 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 don't have French fries here. If I had them, I'd make them for you. I'd pull out my phone and and ask my phone about, where the nearest Burger King was. How about a nice burrito? That's right. Or some or some uh, we have we have crispy chips. They're kind of totally unlike French fries, but 
You know, I can see you're having a bad day. We'll yeah. we'll help you if we can. If that doesn't work, we'll, we'll find you a place that has French fries and try and try and point you in the right direction. But they yeah. didn't. She no, said didn't. we they have her. we have no. But when the manager came, she said we have we have burritos and we have tacos. <laughs> Which one of those because would you we're like? Taco Bell. <laughs> they have chalupas too. They do. That's true, they do. What is a chalupa? It's basically, basically it's a burrito that's been deep fried to make the outside crispy. I thought that was a gordito. Oh yeah, you could be right. Which means little fat one, by the way. Yeah. Uh, who who knew that that's what happens to you when little, you eat a little fat one? Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh my little gordito. Well, oh. speak. No, I can't say that. I was gonna I was gonna use gordito as my as my chime in, but I think I'd rather go in with with people who don't understand reality. Um, I had the misfortune of watching a clip from a show called The View. Ah, uh, yes, your favorite pastime. That is a show full of tolerance. It is run by bastions of the tolerant party, the Democrats, it's, the um, liberals, the it, left. It, 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 was, it was very strange because, I mean, the what, show has a very the... strong left-leaning, and yet they approached the guest and invited the guest onto the show. The guest did not come to the view and say, I'd love to be on your show to plug my new book. The get the view went to the guest and said, "We see you have a new book. Why don't you come on our show and talk about it?" Which yeah, is, I mean, which, I mean, we which, would appear on the view just in case you guys were thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I would rather have nasal surgery <laughs> with without anesthesia. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the so the guest is uh, just just Jean Pirro, who has a show on Fox News. She is about to the right of Attila the Hun. And, was was uh, Attila a righty? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I guess so, but I mean, it's a lot further to the right than I would say most conservatives are. Yeah, she 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 makes she makes some of the conservatives, you know, look downright libertarian. Um, but she's got a new book out, basically describing what's been colloquially described as Trump derangement syndrome or TDS for short <clears throat> and um, while she's describing you know, elements of her book um, oh one thing I almost forgot to mention so uh, one of the regular hosts was not present for the show and at the last minute The View replaced this host with CNN's Anna Navarro now for those of you who don't know who Anna Navarro is she is about as anti-Trump as you can get and they sat her right next to Justice Jean Pirro. Of course, you know. Who had clearly stated sure. that she was not going to be on the show if she was there. Yeah. Yeah. So so Pirro is there and she's doing her thing. And she uh, gets into a little bit of a verbal tete-a-tete with, uh, with Whoopi. And she happens to mention that Whoopi seems to be suffering from TDS. And like all people who are suffering from a syndrome... The immediate response is to display all characteristics of the syndrome while vehemently denying you're in the middle of the syndrome. Like and like th- being addicted to coffee, for one reason. Right? There's, what are you talking about? Yeah, what do you mean? 
Well, I mean, uh, when you can't, addiction you, to coffee. You can't be addicted to coffee. Can't be addicted to coffee. Coffee addiction doesn't exist. That's fake. Yeah, that's, totally fake. That's fake news. That's fake news. That is. The All coffee right. news network put you up to this, didn't they? Didn't they? Admit it. Yeah. You know, why do you have to be such a hater when you don't drink coffee? Yeah. You don't even know it's bad. You it's don't just even racist. It. <laughs> yeah. So once again, you're, <laughs> you're you're saying you could stop at any time, right? I could stop at any time. Yeah, sure. I choose not to stop. S- stop. <laughs> Stopping is no problem. It's not starting again. That's hard. <laughs> that's true. I had that same situation with cigarettes. I finally gave up on those. I didn't know you used to smoke. Oh, lordy, lordy. I smoked for seven years uh, in my college days and right before I met my beloved. Because had I been smoking when I met her, I would not have been able to get married because she wouldn't have gone out with me. So I was a pack and a half a day. Wow. I know. Yeah, but that's when that's when smokes were like 35 cents a pack. And you know what made me quit? When they got to a dollar. Do you know how much cigarettes are today? <laughs> it's 12 bucks a pack. A pack. There's 20 in a pack. Do the math. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's, that's ridiculous. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I actually uh, found out that my... Uh, my uh, my girlfriend at the time had uh, been cheating on me because uh, she lived down in Virginia and uh, I lived up in Maryland and we didn't get to see each other except on the weekends and um, and uh, we hadn't seen each other for a couple of weekends and I couldn't figure out you know she always was like had an excuse of why we weren't getting together for one reason or another and uh, I found out the reason she didn't want to see me is because she would have to explain her broken leg which she got in a car accident, which she was in with her ex-boyfriend, the one before me, because he had taken her to see a Redskins football game. They had had a little bit of a accident on the way home. So uh, I'm sitting at the uh, my, my little apartment at the kitchen table, and I'm on the phone with her, and I am smoking a cigarette, and I'm explaining to her that I don't want to hear from her. I don't want to see her. I don't want to hear from her. I don't want to hear rumors about her. <laughs> and... Uh, as I hung up, I realized there were no more cigarettes in my pack, and I went, you know what? I'm going to get rid of two bad habits today, and that's how I quit. Wow, good good for you, Crutch. Yeah. So you basically told her, hey, no Crutch for you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crutch you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's one way of putting it. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, But we digress. So, so yeah, um, so... Um, so Whoopi uh, supposedly, uh, you know, is now trying to um, her and her people are reaching out to Justice Pirro to, you know, mend the fences and blah, blah, blah. But you have to she, understand, she, she threw her out of the building. Yes. She she literally used the F-bomb, F-bomb you and get the F-bomb out of this building, which is, you know, I keep thinking to myself, does Whoopi own the building? I know Whoopi's pretty well off, but I didn't realize she actually was a building owner, too. <laughs> what network is the view on? Uh, it... It's on the Mouse Network. Yeah, that's, oh, what I was, yeah. I was, that's what I was afraid of. Yeah. You need to talk to the Mouse. I'm going to be down. Do about I'm going to be down to see him uh, middle of August. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll chat. Sounds like a marvelous idea. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so, but, <laughs> but, you know... She's not the only one with this derangement syndrome. As we all know, you know, the most prominent politician with it would be, you know, um, Maxine Waters, right? Ooh, ooh, and, there's another presidential candidate for the Dems. 
Yeah, but, you know, I, I kept wondering myself, how the heck is it that this woman keeps getting voted back into office because she's such a wing nut? Well, we actually got a chance to meet some of her supporters this week because it turns out that a group called the Promise Keepers... Oath Keepers. Was going to, who? Oath Keepers. Oath yes, keepers. not Sorry. Promise Keepers. They're I different. totally apologize. Totally, you're absolutely right. The Oath Keepers were going to uh, stage a protest out in front of her office and some of her supporters decided to have a counter-protest. Well, the Oath Keepers didn't show, so the promise, uh, so the, uh, the, the supporters had nothing to do but burn flags and keep, yell the phrase, America was never great. And I said, okay, now I totally understand how she keeps getting reelected. Well, in this particular instance, I believe it was the, the Black Panthers that, that came, and they had stated that they heard that uh, the Klan and Nazis were coming to assault her, so they came to her defense. So Ooh. any car that drove by that happened to have not a Confederate flag but an American flag is what they were actually tearing off the cars and burning. And they came armed with bats, pipes, and clubs, to which the police force of that great state of California once again <laughs> said... We cannot protect you. Now, the Oath Keepers... Wait, are... wait, the police have guns. So... If you, bring, if you bring bats and clubs to a gunfight, you're going to lose. So here's the other Unless thing. Unless the person never pulls the gun. The Oath Keepers are former military and police force. They are, were all armed. <laughs> it, was, it was going to be... Uh, the, the logistics of it were going to be very bad. If they had shown up and they had to defend themselves, then the optics were going to show that all the stuff that they were saying, that, oh, these people are the aggressors and everything else, because they would have been the one who were dropping people. Because it is you, you have to get close enough to swing the bat. You need to be 100 <laughs> yards for the accurate sh shot. Yeah, so. but... And the one, the one thing you know, range weapons always win. That's true. You know, I'm looking pictures here of Representative uh, Waters, and I'm pretty sure lizard alien. The don't don't be disparaging the lizard people, okay? I was about to say, you're I'm you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of iguanas mad at you. I'm sorry, man. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, just remember, lizards are people too. Exactly. Uh, that one picture of her there, though, is... It's the whole neck thing. Hmm? Yeah, I don't... You, you have to remember, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that while we do this on Skype, the, the goon has multiple computers going at the same time. And we have no idea what this man is looking at. I'm looking at the... The, uh, uh, the link that the I link, supplied? The link that you supplied for show like prep. Dailymail.co.uk Which I read... You know, if you keep this up, we're really going to have to question it's really you or not. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to. <laughs> I I do know where you live. I maybe will. you should have been. Maybe you should be questioning that all along. Oh man, see Ooh. now now you're hitting gongs and other stuff. That's it's getting. Um, <laughs> it's on the on the uh, on the right hand side is an article that says Southern Charms Catherine Dennis admits to. Uh, enhancement surgery while wearing very low-cut dress at reunion. 
<laughs> what? what? You look on the right-hand side the of that article. Of Pete. Scroll down. Yeah. Okay, so it's the Daily Mail. They have lots of clickbait. Don't click. No, no, no. Don't <laughs> click on it. I'm trying to tell you which picture it is, what it's across from. Uh-huh. This is... Oh, oh. oh my God. <laughs> this... And, and I would like an, I would like electronic slapping noises for both of you. <laughs> I, if, Wait a second. If anyone wants to know why the goon gets pop-ups and other <laughs> virus-type <laughs> activity on his machine, exactly. one needs to look no further. Yes. So the... Um... Oh, I see what you're getting at. I finally is, scrolled down far enough where she's got her head tilted up a little that, bit. That's the one. Two flags with behind the, with her. the pearls. Yep. Right with the pearls. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of extra neck there. It it you know that it looks like you could distend the jaw and she and, looks you know, like a eat small like, a, like a Gorn from Star Trek. Wow. <laughs> Captain Kirk. Sorry. It's been a while since I've watched that episode. Wow. That was uh, totally inappropriate. <laughs> Thank you. Um. But, you know, uh, I guess the good news is that, you know, most of these special people we've talked about, other than the chief, because, again, he's special in a good way. He is. Um, most <laughs> of these special people, um, you know, as the years go by, we'll hopefully forget them and look back and go, well, that was kind of a waste of time. Um, but there is one one funny little tidbit of um, of news that came out this week. Um and, and and really the, the, the one special person, other than the chief and, you know, his, his birthday and all, um, our POTUS, very quietly, has been racking up judicial appointments. He now holds the record for the most judicial um, seating of judges, you know, not just appointments, but actually getting them passed and seated. Uh, he passed W and... and um, he now holds the record for the most in the first two years of his uh, administration. And decades from now, when these judges are still on their respective benches, that is going to be, I think, the legacy of Donald Trump. You know, say what you will about the negotiating tactics and tariffs and trade wars and getting those nimrods in NATO to do their thing and, you know, having interesting conversations with leaders of Canada and France and England and Mexico and various other countries. Um, and everyone and else actually, that he's ticked off, basically. Pretty much, yeah. And everybody in the press and, and uh, you know, uh, what's that guy's name uh, from CNN who's um, really upset with him all the time? Acosta. Jim Acosta. Yeah. Dear Diary. Um, <laughs> Dear Diary, the president didn't talk to me today. He must be just evil. The reason, um, the reason is Jim. No, nobody likes you. Yeah, but but decades from now, you know, when I may not even be here to enjoy it, um, there's going to be these judges and these judges. Uh, you know, so far he's doing pretty good. We've actually uh, only lost one judge. Um, we tried. He tried to get a judge appointed to the Ninth Circuit, which would have been wow. Okay. Yeah, that's the um, loony. That's the loony left circuit, right? Right. But something about. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. That's the liberal cir uh, circuit. I think my, you just said that already. My apologies to any loony lefties I might have offended. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, so supposedly we, we missed out on a particular candidate because he had some 
really strong, not necessarily in line with the Ninth Circuit opinions. And I'm thinking to myself, please tell me you're not just putting people to replace the people who are there. Like, you know, I got a whack nut, so I got to go find another whack nut to replace him. Um, but things are going well in the Judge Department. I think the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brett Kavanaugh. 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 I think he will he will have no problem getting through. He's not even a, a, an issue anymore. Have you noticed that that issue just completely... He's still making the rounds talking to all the senators, but you don't hear boo about it in the press because they're all freaking out about Putin. He disappeared like Stormy Daniels disappeared. Well, actually, if you if you have noticed, there is there are actual charges that might be filed against uh, Mr. Cohen because he apparently uh, recorded conversations where he did not get permission to. And yeah. if he recorded those in Virginia or in Maryland, he's in deep doo-doo. Yes, indeed. And everybody's like, oh, well, you know, you... <laughs> but, of course, he's going to, you know, get... Uh... Do you think they'll give him um, immunity? Oh, you mean like uh, Mueller's handing it out like Kennedy. Or like Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> was that, was that a, a slight on Canada and Kennedy? Or where were you going with that? I don't know. Where, you know or, what that or, was? Or, that was we yours truly adjusting himself in the chair. His arm slipped and his mouth went with it. Get in and do, you know. Yes. I didn't know uh, that was possible. It, Next it thing is. you know, you'll be saying, I don't know. Or or I might be saying, strategery. <laughs> or better yet, maybe I'll just say, I hope you've all had a good time because we certainly have. Good night.